Okay, so today we're talking about doing the thing that scares you most. I have a couple of things that I find really scary, and I've talked about them to you in the past. One was traveling alone, and I, I don't remember what episode it was, but I went all off on a tangent about how the only way to overcome this fear is to actually do the things, right? And so I'm happy to report that I have been traveling alone, already done it a handful of times since airing that episode, and I'm, I have to say, I'm not really scared of it anymore. And the second thing was public speaking. I know that might completely shock you thinking that's what you do for a living stuff, but I do it from behind a mic. I do it from behind a screen. And to me, there's some kind of mental shift that happens when you ask me to get up on a big scary stage in front of all kinds of people, small groups of people, no problem. But I'm talking actual stages with lots of human beings staring at me. I want to avoid it. And so I actually had an opportunity through my church to come and do a a reading for the church, which is no big deal, but our church is big. There's probably, I don't know, 500 to 1,000 people per service. There are three services and everything inside of me wanted to say, no, absolutely not, and run the other way. But as I've been working with myself to press into the things that I find uncomfortable so that I can raise the lid for me in my discomfort level. I want to continuously push that as high and higher and higher and higher so that eventually it can get really amazingly big so that I am unafraid of many things. I think the only way that we grow in our kingdom authority is to push through the earthly fears that we face. And so I said yes. And I went through six steps to actually make it to the other side. I'm happy to report, friends. I didn't die and I'm still here. And now I get to share with you the six steps to doing the thing that scares you the most. So what is it? Write it down on a sheet of paper. What's the thing you've been wanting to do or you want to do in the future, but it gives you instant anxiety. You run the other way. You make up a hundred reasons why you shouldn't do that thing. Why now's not the time. Why maybe you're not qualified. Why in five years it's going to make more sense or when the kids get into school or maybe when this thing happens or when you have more financial resource or whenever you learn to be comfortable in that area. Like what's the thing that you really want to do, but the fear is kind of keeping you from taking action. Write it on a sheet of paper because I want you to just envision as I go through these six things that I went through, if you were to do that, what this could look like for you. Because maybe getting to the other side of that thing for you is actually a lot closer than you think to. You ready? Let's go. Hey friend, do you want to grow your online business and actually make more money? Are you sick of feeling pressure to constantly show up on social media or be tied to your phone 24-7? Do you wish you had more time to be present with your kids without worrying about your business falling apart? There's a way to simplify and streamline so you can make money, grow your audience, and still have balance in your life and business. Hey, I'm Steph Gass, Christian business and podcast coach, boundary boss, and multi-six-figure CEO. Want to learn how I did it? Go refill your iced coffee, because I'm about to teach you how to take your online business to the next level with God at the center of it all. I pray this blesses you. Let's get it. Howdy. I'm Victor with the God's Adopted Podcast, and I just wanted to give a shout out and a big thank you to Stephanie Gass for two of her online courses that I've recently taken. 
basically one month and then followed by another month. And so after two months, I have a podcast that I've kicked off uh, called God's Adopted. And the first course was Clarify Your Calling, which really helped me focus in on clarifying what I'm supposed to be doing in this season of life and ministry and potentially business one day. And then the second one, the podcast Pro University, very step-by-step and easy to follow instructions on establishing an actual podcast, but even more so being able to know what to record and how to go about recording and setting everything up and even creating a format that can be repeated. Anyway, so thank you so much and blessings to your business. Victor, I'm so happy for you. I'm so excited that your podcast is in the world and the work that you do can now be shared with so many more people. I love the way that Victor broke down the simplicity of what the framework that I've created offers. In CYC, it's just really getting clear, getting clarity, feeling unstuck, feeling confidently sure that the business that you're building is something that's in alignment with God's plan for you, that the gifts and the things that you're qualified with are going to be put to great use and you're going to confidently know how to put that into a business plan. Then he mentioned taking PPU, which is a very, he says, step-by-step foundational framework that'll show you how to get your podcast into the world. All of this, by the way, for Victor, took 60 days going through and getting clarity and actually bringing his podcast to life. So friends, head on over to the Stephanie Gass School, which is at stephaniegass.com slash school, shop around, see what what course might be the right fit for you. But ultimately, I want to invite you, uh, whether you are still stuck, whether you want to start a podcast, whether you have 100 questions about podcasting, or you already have one, to my boot camp. This is happening August 14th through the 18th, Monday through Friday, five days, completely free coaching from me on why podcasting works, how it works to actually make money in an online business, right? Because it's one thing to just have a podcast, which is amazing because we want to create impact. We want to make a difference. We want to teach in a really one-to-many way. But at the end of the day, we want to build something that's going to eventually lead to conversion, It's going to help people with the solution so that you can actually create a business that makes profit. And that's what this bootcamp is going to kind of show you. It's going to walk through these four different specific components of making a podcast really work, how a podcast works to grow an audience, and then making money from the show. So this is free. And again, it is happening August 14th through the 18th. You can come get registered, grab all your details at stephaniegass.com slash bootcamp. Lastly, real quick, if you have a testimony like Victor or you have a question for me that you want me to air on the show, go to stephaniegass.com slash the podcast, scroll all the way down and leave me a recording. We would love to feature you. All right, let's get into this. So I receive the request to come and do this reading at my church, these three services. This is the first step. This is the pivotal decision-making point in time where you have to lean in to the discomfort. Everything inside of me was like, make excuses, say no. (laughs) And really it wasn't so much, I didn't have the time because we were actually home that weekend. It probably would be perfectly fine. 
it was really that I was afraid. I was afraid to stand on the stage. I was afraid that I was going to sound nervous. That was my big fear. And I kind of like paused on it and took a moment. And I remember being in the gym and telling my husband, and I was like, you know, I don't really have time. And da, 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 da. Anyways, he's like, maybe you should just do it. And I could tell in my spirit, like I was supposed to do it, that maybe this was a stepping stone for me. And so before I could allow myself to overthink it, this was about two weeks prior to the speaking date, I just said yes. So step one is just say yes. There's always a reason not to do it. There's always why a reason why the timing isn't exactly right. But we, if we just say yes, we make the commitment to face our fear. Okay, the second thing that I started to do was I received the reading that I was going to be doing. And so step two is to prep and practice. I think we get nervous and we get fearful because we're going into unknown territory, right? Uncharted waters, so to speak. So what I did was I rehearsed and I read it out loud and I read it in front of my kids and I read it in front of my husband. I read it in the car. <laughs> I even practiced like holding the microphone up. And as I prepped and practiced, I became more comfortable with what it was I was about to do. So as you're facing this thing you're about to do, how can you prepare and maybe even practice? I know that maybe for you, your fear is not a speaking engagement. Maybe your fear is starting the podcast. So Go in your car, hide out in your closet, get your phone and record a three minute practice episode just to show yourself, show yourself that you are actually capable at a micro level of doing this thing that you're afraid of. So prepping and practicing really allowed, showed me that if I can do this just by myself and in front of a few people, like it's going to be the same exact thing just on a wider scale. Okay. Step three is don't overthink it. As I sat there for two weeks overanalyzing all the things, it made me have these moments of anxiety. But when I would just get really busy, I wouldn't even think about it. And so I made a decision about halfway through, like, I'm done thinking about this. I'm doing it. It's going to be great. I prayed over it. I released it to the Lord. I've asked him for calm com confidence. And that's enough. Like, it's going to be what it's going to be. And so I had to make the decision to just not think about it. And when I would find myself thinking about it, do something else. Because the only thing we have to fear is fear itself, right? It's not the actual doing. It's not the thing. Because we have no idea how that thing's going to go. It's the perception of messing up or the perception of the failure or the perception of whatever, of this outcome, of this elusive outcome that may or may not happen that we're actually holding on to that's causing the fear and the anxiety. So if we don't allow our minds to go there, we just get to the end result faster and we can get it done, okay? Because until we actually get it done, we don't have a new baseline in which to base our fear or maybe eradicate our fear realizing, wow, that wasn't as hard as I thought. Okay, step number four is to pray and trust. I think when we're doing something we're afraid of, it's easy to not take that to God, to not surrender it, to try to control it, to do all these things I've talked about, like overanalyze, um, get stuck in your fear spiral. So for me, I just said, Lord, give me the confidence. Help me to be calm. I'm asking for calm confidence. I'm asking for peace. You know, wrap this opportunity for me in, in you. Like make this about you, Lord. 
not about me. Help me to have that mindset that this has nothing to do with me and everything to do with you. And so I would pray and just when I found myself in that spiral and the fear, I would just say that prayer in and trust him that he was going to take care of it. Okay, step five, do it. So the day comes and I had to be there really super early, like 7.15 to go through the rehearsal. And then we were going to have three services. So thankfully there was a rehearsal. Um, I remember it really helps, right, to like trace your steps a little bit to to almost um, do the thing you're about to do like once over, whether in your mind or whether you can physically do it the first time. It helps you to realize like, oh, this is where I'm going to walk and this is what I'm going to do and this is when I'm going to go out there and this is how I'm going to do the microphone and this is like where I'm going to stand and then this is what it feels like to be up here. So going through the rehearsal, it was totally fine except that I missed a word. <laughs> like, and it's an empty auditorium with just like the staff all staring at you. So that one was a little bit like, eh, give it like a 7 out of 10, like minus the word that I skipped. But it helped so much to do that run through. So do it. Just do it once. And then what I did, which is step six, is I analyzed it. So as soon as we were done with the run through, I said, okay, I'm going to take a deep breath and I'm just going to read really a little bit slower with some intentionality and I won't skip the word. So by the time the first service came around, I was very, I had practiced a lot. I had surrendered it. The Lord's peace was over me. I didn't look at, I didn't even like look at people. I just focused on like, get where you're supposed to stand, take a deep breath, read the reading. I didn't miss any words for that one. And then I walked off and I felt complete confidence about it, which I think it was a nine out of 10 that first time. So then I analyzed it and I felt that the next time I wanted to give it a little bit more umph. I wanted to have a little bit more um, storytelling in my voice. So the second, actually the third time I did it, which was second service, right? Went out, gave it even a little bit more. And that's the huge service. That's when my husband was at. So it was a little bit more pressure. But I feel that that one was a 10 out of 10. And then by the third time I did it, it was like easy peasy, lemon squeezy. I was like, sign me up. I'm ready to do this again, right? So the point of me walking through these steps with you are that I've now set a new baseline for my my fear of public speaking. I feel way more com- comfortable. I know that I can get on a stage and not, quote unquote, sound nervous. I know that I can get through something. I kind of know what these steps are to help me feel prepared and confident I've learned some things that will help me navigate this when this opportunity arises again, because when God opens a door, sometimes there are just no option but for you to walk through it. And so I know that he paves a way and he gives us what we can handle and he helps us ease in because he is such a kind God. And that's definitely what he was doing for me. But if I had said no, I wouldn't be moving up my own inner bandwidth to become a speaker, right? To actually be okay with those in-person experiences. And so we just need to first say yes, know that we can prep and practice, which is going to help us to feel that confidence. Number three, we need to not overthink it, accept that it's happening and that you're just going to do the best that you can the first time around. And that's, that's it. Keep yourself busy. Keep your mind off of the thing that's going to happen other than when you're prepping and practicing. Step four, pray and trust, because if God opened that door for you, he will make sure that you are taken care of. Number five, just do it. Rip off the band-aid, show up for it, do it, launch it, create it, write it, 
speak it, whatever the thing is for you, get it done. And then six, analyze and ask yourself, how can I improve on this next time? Not in a negative way, in a positive way. How can I make this 1% either better or more thorough or whatnot next time? And then number seven, do it again. I pray this blessed you, friend. If you are staring in the face of something that is scary for you, know that you're not alone. Know that it's part of being a business owner. It's part of being a follower of Christ. We're going to face lots of scary, hard things in our journeys. And all we have to do is armor up and walk beside him in excited anticipation of what he is doing through us. And I think my last tip here to focus ourselves on how we can be the hands and feet of Christ through this hard thing that we're doing and to realize and recognize it's not even about us, but it's about the message that we're speaking, the gift that we're bringing, etc. So I love you guys so much. Keep showing up, keep shining, and I'll see you back here again really soon. God bless. Did you have fun or learn something? Leave mama a review. Quitty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it stretched you, challenged you, or grew you in some way. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else who's been praying for a business breakthrough? It would also bless me big if you'd take 30 seconds and leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. Lastly, come watch my free workshop where I'll teach you how to grow your online business in less than two hours a week using podcasting. Watch right now at podcastforgrowth.com. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.